Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sooner or later, love is going to get you. But unlike the grassroots song, Sharon and Ray may not be so fortunate. We've got Sharon, we've got Adam and Sharon sleeping together. Connor seeing his father for the first time since Adam has was dead. And also, we've got the bachelor and bachelorette party that has gone wrong. Stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Goodman here with another week of Restless Rap. We have so many things to talk about. We have a bachelorette and bachelor party gone terribly wrong on YNR. We have so much going on with Sharon and Ray and so much content to dive into. But um, be sure. Oh, here we go. Here's the song I quoted. Sooner or later, love is going to get you. But... Not so much for Sharon. <laughs> and uh, we have things to talk about with her. Uh, but just before we dive in, be sure to stay tuned. Aside from just going over the content of this week, we have some news. We've got a law moment. And at the very end, we've got our predictions. So be sure to stay through, stay tuned through to the end. And right now, I'd like to give a shout out to everybody in the chat. We have Jerry Jacks, who has a really funny thing to say um his huge breaking news is that why in our insider news will be back when he said you go live so thank you that was a uh, important news to know uh rainy jay's in the chat hubby joe mary we have todd beaton amber's baby 100 and right now i think i said everybody's name but as people pop up uh, i will you know give them a shout out we're at a different time this week. Um, next time we'll, next week we'll be back to our regular, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time show. But let's go ahead and dive in. Let's start with Adam because we have a lot to talk about with him and Sharon and, um, Connor and Chelsea. Wow. Just a lot happening this week. We started off with, first of all, we had some interesting things happening with Phyllis. So she's kind of, she had that scene at the top of the week with Adam, basically with him saying, yeah, you're going to have to give me 15 million. And Phyllis, um, I don't know whether to trust her or not. That's the thing right now is that she's doing all of these things that seem that they seem to be very admirable. And it seems like she's trying to fix her relationship with Nick and um, even with Summer a little bit, but I just don't trust anything she's doing, and I want to know what her ulterior motive is and what is going to be the ultimate fallout with Adam. The important thing, though, is that um, not just with between Adam and Phyllis and their business, but the fact that Michael was kind of coming up to see Adam right as Phyllis was leaving, which kind of, uh, you know, obviously... Uh, opened the doors for Phyllis to kind of figure out what was going on with Michael and Michael doing Adam's dirty work. So now, you know, we know that Nick is kind of, not that Nick knows exactly what's happening, but 
he we had a little scene with him confronting Michael and just saying, you know, what, how could you do this? Um, but pretty much that's kind of where we were starting. And then the other huge thing is that Adam figured out um, he got Michael and you know, obviously got Michael involved and he had Michael figure out a means for him to see his son. And even though it's one of those situations where, um, you know, Victoria obviously still has custody of Christian, um, Adam now legally has to have visitation rights um, to see him. And that's kind of where we started this week. And it was pretty nuts with everything happening because, um, I mean, to me, it seemed pretty obvious that there was going to be this visit with Christian and Adam and that Adam was going to do exactly like what he said and tell Christian that he's the father, uh, that he's his father. And then it was just going to turn into this huge mess. I did not know that Nick was going to come in and punch him. We, I think we had kind of seen that in last week's, but, um, you know, um, like spoiler, um, kind of like, like, you know, oh yeah, exactly. We had kind of seen that last week. <laughs> And it was a huge spoiler alert, but not enough of an alert for me to realize that it was going to be over this visitation that Nick was going to punch Adam and that it was going to turn into this huge thing and get Ray involved. Um, but that's exactly what happens. Um, but before we get there, I just want to say that I found it pretty interesting that the scene that we got with Adam and Christian was them kind of, you know, kicking around this soccer ball and Adam specifically said, I used to do this with my dad before I realized he was my dad. So it's like history repeating itself here because that's exactly what was happening. And Adam made sure that unlike, you know, everything going on with him and Victor, that this time he was going to be different and handle things differently and tell Christian the truth about his paternity, even though I'm not sure that Christian quite like he... It's a different, it's, an, it's a slightly older child playing Christian now, but I'm still not sure that Christian quite comprehends this the way that someone Connor's age will. Because So we've seen Connor now, and we're going to get more in detail with him and Chelsea kind of as we're talking here, but we know that they, they've made it obvious that Connor is a little bit older than Christian Enough where, um, you know, obviously he's speaking in more, um, his, his sentence usage is a little more sophisticated. So he's got more of this desire to see his father and, and have, um, that relationship with him. Christian is still at that age where it's a little bit, um, like he's, he understands certain things, but he's not at that level where he's really having like an actual conversation with his parents per se. So it's, it's just interesting, even though they're, they're, they're close in age, the two kids. They're just like Connor's just a little bit too. They're, the age gap is just great enough where we can see a huge difference in how they are reacting to all of this. And plus, they're obviously in different situations. Connor knew that Adam was his father. It was never a secret. Whereas Christian has been bounced around. There's been, you know, some tricks done. There's like he just grew up thinking that Nick was really his father. And so this is just, you know, gonna really just throw him, um, and just, you know, I'm sure mess with him growing up. Um, we've got a lot of comments in the chat here. So Jerry Jack said, um, Adam sends pictures of Connor's hair to the judge and tells him, uh, oh, this must be predictions. Okay, well, I'm going to read some of this at the end then when we get to our predictions. 
Um, but this is just kind of theoretically what Jerry Jacks is kind of thinking might happen about the custody. Um, but Jerry Jacks also says, is it just me or with the chemistry and fire between Summer and Abby that they should be the token lesbian couple? Um, could be. Um, that's We're seeing a lot of things with Abby, too, and with Nate. And just, you know, everything going on with them is crazy. Um, Amber's Baby 100 says... Um, it was wrong for oh Adam should do should go for cost, for visitation rights. It was wrong for Victoria try to keep him away from his son. Yeah, I agree with you. And then Amber's baby one hundred also says Nick is not Christian's father. Adam is. I agree. I think that Victoria um, should have realized that you can't just do that. She's the you know she's the guardian at the moment temporarily, but. Uh, the idea was that she would have the she would be responsible for setting up visitations, but supervised visitations. And it it doesn't surprise me that Michael was able to kind of get this set up where Adam would have these rights to see Christian because legally, um, Vict- I mean, even Nick could probably do the same thing as Adam. And if Victoria is acting this way, then. Adam did have a right to go and make sure that he did get his time with Adam. However, um, I'm surprised that Victoria was not there. Um, you would think that Adam getting these visitation rights, that Victoria would make it a priority for her to be there and that she would make it a priority for maybe even Nick to be there at the same time. I'm surprised that it was not that way and that Adam really did get his, his one-on-one alone time with Christian. Uh, Jerry Jack says Christian will have such psychological scars from this fight that he will join a monastery and become a monk. Christian is a perfect name for a monk. Okay, interesting. Um, Todd Beaton, I love this new Adam. And we have Todd Beaton also says Christian has a right to know that Adam is his dad. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he should know. It's just a really crazy, it's a crazy circumstances. It's not like Nick planned to do this or did anything on purpose, but he just, you know, he thought he was the father. And now he didn't even find out. Like It's a relatively new storyline with Nick and, and knowing that he's not actually the father within the last year is when he figured it out. So I think maybe part of it was that Nick had known himself as being Christian's father for so many years that he didn't one know, he didn't know how to tell Christian the truth. But then two, I think it, that it's so um, ingrained in Nick's head that he is the father because that's what he believed for so many years that it's hard for him to even recognize that he's not biologically Christian's father. So I think it, that's kind of what you know happens there. Samuel Levon is in the chat. He says, I really don't think Adam wants to be a father to Christian. He's only doing it out of spite. Adam does not care about Christian. Yeah, so I, um, Samuel, I am in the same boat as you there. I agree. Now, what I am going to say is this. I think that this is all about conquest for Adam and that everything, he plays every single person. He's playing Sharon right now. Um, obviously, he's he's not playing Nick, but he's just everything that he can do to make somebody's life their worst life possible. He is going to do that. He is like the antagonistic force to every single character and does what will drive them nuts and cause trouble for them. I will say this when it comes to Connor, it's a, I felt a little differently about how Adam was with him versus Christian. When 
So far, aside from the scene with Adam playing soccer with Christian, I have not gotten the sense that Adam really cared about Christian per se, but was more about the hunger and the the power of getting Christian because he was power hungry and possessive and just wanted to control the situation. Now, that being said, we had everything going on with Connor this week and Chelsea finally told Connor the truth which that scene itself was just heartbreaking, by the way, to see Connor saying, I don't have a father. Um, I like, I don't have anybody. I don't have a, a, a I, I like, I don't have a father anymore. And he just kept saying it. And it was so sad. Um, the poor kid. And, um, finally this led Chelsea to tell Connor the truth. So she tells him, and then all Connor wants to do is see Adam. So my point is that when Chelsea finally brought, um, made it possible for Adam and Connor to see each other, I felt like Adam actually wanted to see Connor and that it wasn't to, it wasn't a power move, that it was legitimately love and that he does legitimately care for his son. That could be because the circumstances are different in that we have a child who did grow up with Adam knowing, knowing that Adam was his father until Adam you know, died. Um, until that point, this little boy did, you know, as far as he could understand, did know this man to be his father's. And, and even when Adam had died, it sounds like Chelsea, you know, reinforced, yes, your father, he's no longer living and didn't just brush Adam under the rug. He actually, you know, she actually acknowledged that Adam existed and never hid that from Connor and never, you know, kind of just tried to say yeah like you don't have a father she always sounds like she always raised um connor to know that he did have a father and that and who he was and it was just they thought that he had died and that was that um but just seeing you know um seeing adam with connor i think that with him he has the right intentions but it's also different with chelsea too And we're getting a lot of, um, like, we saw Chelsea a lot this week. We saw Chelsea with her mother. We saw um, Chelsea kind of with Nick at times. We don't, right now, obviously, Nick and Chelsea are just friends, even though Chelsea is living with Nick. And it it reminded me of um, when Chelsea was saying she was getting one of the rooms ready for Connor, you know, when he was coming back. It reminded me of a couple of years ago when Nick and Chelsea were still together and they were getting this room um, like redecorated and ready. And um, I'm thinking, OK, well, this is just like it almost feels like deja vu and that we're seeing Nick and Chelsea as a couple again. But I'm not feeling it. I don't know about you guys. Definitely, if you want to let me know in the chat, like what you think about this. Um, the reason I'm asking partially too is because of our new segment has a little bit to do um, with this. So we'll get into that later. But I am just not feeling Nick and Chelsea getting back together at all. Like I kind of hope it doesn't happen. And um, I, I don't know. I kind of, I think I've said this before too, but I feel like Chelsea really should be with Adam. And this idea that, Chelsea brought Connor back to see Adam and, you know, is, is allowing them to establish a relationship. It almost, it feels like it would be a very nice family to see, um, Chelsea and Adam and Connor kind of living together, even though we know how Adam is. Um, I just think that Chelsea's the one who can kind of rein him in and like, you know, help bring out the better qualities of Adam. 
Uh, Hubby Joe says, Sharon fell right into Adam's trap. And that's a perfect time for us to talk about Sharon and falling into this trap. And that's exactly what I think we should call it. So after Nick punched um, Adam, Sharon happened to walk in on this too. They were all, they were at Chancellor's Park and it, yeah, Sharon happened to see the whole thing. So now she's a witness and now Ray's involved. But before we kind of get to Ray, uh, Sharon and Adam basically sleep together. And as they're like, it was just crazy how it even happened because they, so Sharon went back with Adam to kind of tend to his wounds, if you want to call it that. And it was, Sharon was just being very comforting to him. And suddenly they're talking and like Adam claimed that he didn't even know why Nick got so mad and punched him. And like, I don't know if Adam was trying to play her by not telling her the truth and play on her sympathies, which seems to be the obvious case. Or if it was more like you should really talk to him because he did say that, too. So maybe in Adam's mind, he's thinking, oh, I don't want to be the one to tell her or get in the middle here. I'm just going to have her go talk to Nick. Um, But... It's just like, it's so frustrating watching a character like Adam lie to somebody and know and know that he is lying and then Sharon really has no clue. He, Adam really is playing Sharon and I know like, so they slept together and they had this whole thing and then Ray showed up because, so Adam then, after this whole thing, Adam called in to, you know, to the cops to say that there had been an assault and obviously we know he did it for his case so that it makes Nick look like the bad guy and, you know, helps Adam get custody of Christians. We know that's why he did it. But the whole thing is that um, Adam decides he calls the cops. Ray gets put on the case naturally because he is the only cop that would ever get put on this case. So, yeah, Ray gets put on the case. He shows up, like, right after Adam and Sharon have slept together And this is what surprised me. I would think that Adam would just be gloating and, like, be trying to, like, not directly tell Ray about Sharon being there and sleeping with him. But I just thought that knowing Adam, like, it just seemed like his, you know, M.O. that he would be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm kind of busy with somebody and, like, just kind of beat around the bush. But in a way that Ray would know instantly, oh, Sharon's there. But that is not what Adam did. He played it off like, you know, he basically he Adam tried to, like, um, persuade Ray to get a different cop to handle the case because it was too much of a conflict. And then he said, yeah, well, well, Adam said, yeah, I kind of had a witness, but I don't want to get into it with you. And I was just really surprised that Adam would kind of try to, like, you know, pull back the drama, I would think that he would have done the opposite. But um, I guess that's kind of what makes him a really interesting bad guy, is that he's not always bad, and that maybe in Adam's mind he really does love Sharon. And that's the messed up thing, is that you can never tell with Adam. Like, he obviously, like, yeah, bad guys have feelings too. So obviously he still cares, like, he still maybe thinks he loves Sharon in his mind the way he probably knows he loves Chelsea in his mind too but uh he just has a really skewed way of of loving somebody so and obviously he is playing Sharon at the same time but he but I still think he might actually love her so it's just like the way that they're handling this with Adam is actually pretty interesting 
And it is kind of like this gray area thing where we know that Adam's bad, but then there are certain things about him that actually kind of might be good. So it it, ju- it does kind of, you know, make him even even more interesting to watch. So Adam and Sharon had this this scene after that where okay so first of all Sharon comes walking down right in the middle Ray would not have known she was there but she walks down right in the middle of this conversation asking if there's food in the fridge because she's hungry Ugh. and I don't really blame her because she didn't know who was at the door but then after Ray left she got all pissy with Adam like it was Adam's fault and Adam I actually don't think that he did anything wrong per se in that specific instance so I I didn't really get her anger, um, especially this time, because if she's going to get angry at him, it should be about the other things. But then the one time he doesn't really do anything and he's actually trying to hide that she's there with him, she gets mad at him. And yeah, but it, um, it just it Adam did try to say that he cared about her and wanted to be with her. But Sharon said, well, no, I was trying to build a life with Ray and. If you're trying to build a life with Ray, why'd you sleep with Adam, though? That's that's what threw me. And that's the whole thing is that Adam – Sharon keeps saying she doesn't love Adam and that the only reason she's ever wanted to help Adam was because she would help anybody. But it's obviously not true. There There are feelings there for Adam still. And that's part of why I understand where Ray's coming from because he can probably sense that. Even when, even though it has not come up, and even though Ray and Sharon, when they talked about it, Ray actually said, well, I know in your heart that wasn't, you weren't, your heart isn't with Adam, it's with me, I get that, and that they were arguing just for the fact that Ray didn't like Adam being in her life because he was manipulating her, but I feel like maybe part of what Ray and and Sharon are not, who did not directly address, is the fact that Beyond what their logical mind is telling them, maybe what they know deep down they don't want to admit, is that Sharon does have feelings for Adam and that she might have feelings for him for the rest of her life. And that's the that's the complicated thing here is that Sharon is not even admitting that to herself. And um, if this week has shown us anything, it's that there are some really deep you know ties there that Sharon will never be able to let go of with adam uh so we have a couple comments here raider queen says i hope ray gets with someone else mary says i would like to see ray and abby they are looking for true love not into nate with abby yeah and i'm gonna make a passing comment here but they are setting it up that like the way that i feel when i'm watching this now they're almost setting it up like nate and elena will get together even though we we kind of like elena and devon but they they're kind they keep kind of making Nate and Elena have these like you know like deep friendship moments, and I almost wonder if that's where they're headed with this with that side of the storyline. Um, Samuel Lamon says I find it so funny that everybody talks so bad about Sharon for wanting to be with Adam, while majority of the characters are with people who are less than perfect themselves. Yeah, and not you know what I agree with that. If Sharon wants to be with Adam, then she should be with him. But um, I just think that she's lying to herself by saying that she doesn't have feelings for him when it's very clear that she does. And my thing was, yeah, okay, so we have Samuel Levon also saying Ray walked out on Sharon, and that's true too. Ray should, but yeah, Ray should definitely not have been mad about walking in and seeing Sharon with um, 
Adam. Like, I don't think that that should have even been a thing. Ray made it very obvious he was done with her. Sharon did not cheat on Ray. There was nothing. Like, yes, there were a couple of moments where she got really close with Adam. They never kissed. They never did anything. There was no, like, Sharon always defended her relationship. She always made it obvious who she was with. There was no cheating from Sharon. And yes, Ray walked out. So he doesn't, he doesn't have a right to be mad about this, to be, you know, honestly. But just in terms of, like, you know, with Sharon, clearly she has feelings for Adam and she wasn't admitting it. And I don't think it just started. I think it's been going. So technically she didn't cheat. Um, I don't think she did anything to against the relationship, but on the other side, um, I think that maybe deep down, Ray and Sharon both knew that she did have feelings for Adam. She just didn't want to admit it. Um, okay, let's see what else we have. We have a lot of comments. Um, Rainy J says, yep, definitely feel that about Elena and Nate. The taking her home, confiding in each other. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I just feel like that's where it's going. Um, Andre Lawrence says, I am sick of Ray. <laughs> and then Rainy J says, ditto and uh, uh, Andrew never liked him. Um, Jerry Jacks, Sharon pulled a Ross. We were on a break. Yeah, except honestly, I would rather see Rachel and Ross than Sharon and Ray. So, <laughs> and I think that about sums up my feelings on Sharon and Ray. I was never a huge fan of them being together. I get the chemistry was kind of there. Um, and also, let's give a super shout out to Andre for giving us a dollar. So thank you. We really appreciate it. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And speaking of people in our chat being amazing, I think now is the perfect opportunity for me to give you all a shout out for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Thank you for everything that you guys do. We would not be here without you. We could definitely use your support. If you could like, follow, subscribe on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. If you could do those things for us and then just let us know, we will give you a shout out on air. Um, But that would help us continue to grow and just let us know how we're doing too so we can continue to improve. But thank you all again for being a part of this show. You are my co-host. I could not do this show without you. Um, So thank you for being here each and every week, even when we are on a different time or even when there are things like the Super Bowl going on or like big major, you know, events you're still here and I get to talk to you every week. So thank you again for helping us continue to be uh, after Buzz TV and to continue doing what we're doing. All right. We talked about Sharon. We talked about Ray um, and Adam. I think that we pretty much hit it with them. Let's kind of move into Kyle and Lola and everything with that bachelor slash bachelorette party because there was a lot happening there. So I'm just going to skim through Kyle and Lola and get to the party since that was kind of where the bulk of everything happened was. Um, but basically, uh, Theo came in and wanted to throw a party, a, bach- a bachelor party for Kyle. And of course, Kyle wasn't having it. And he ended up, you know, saying, we're, you know, having this huge thing with, with Theo he ends up talking to Mariah. Mar- Mariah decides, hey, I'm. why don't we just do a bachelor slash bachelorette party? And can I just say that why don't more people do this? Um, 
just like, you know, why, why is it always to be separate? We're like, you know, like, hey, if you like that, then that is cool. Like, no problems. But I think that sometimes, like what Kyle and Lola did, having that joint party where it's not like it's still a party, they're still fun. You're not having like naked people pop out of cakes, but like it's still a fun party. I think that that honestly is a really acceptable way to have a party before two people are getting married. So shout out to Lola and Kyle for having the party the way they did instead of doing it like the typical way of like the separate bachelor and bachelorette party. Um, But yeah, kudos to them. And uh, kudos to Mariah for suggesting that and having it the way that she did. So when we got to this, though, there were some problems. <laughs> Overall, like, so it, it, they, you know, obviously they had dancing. They had the whole shout out thing that they did with a video that was created on behalf of Lola and Kyle. But um, Lola decided she was going to invite Summer. And that's where things went bad. If this, if I, I get that Lola was trying to be nice and like invite Summer, but it just caused all this conflict because Summer showed up. It wasn't just Summer, but she brought Theo with her, and Theo was the real problem. Um, I mean, Summer posed some issues too, but like basically, um, we had some issue with Abby and Summer because Summer was knocking Lola and Kyle, and not to like the group, but just to Theo kind of privately, but Abby overheard it. Abby confronted Summer, kind of, like, in a roundabout way, and then Summer came back at Abby, and then we had this thing where they were going back and forth. Summer took an entire, like, thing of ice water, like a bucket of ice water, not just a little thing, a bucket, took it, like, pivoted around, and dumped it on Abby, and now... I am not a huge fan of Summer and the way that she acts, but I'm also not a fan of Abby. She kind of annoys me, so the fact that this happened to Abby, I was like, okay, I actually kind of think this is a good thing. And I was like, I wasn't exactly laughing, but I, but it was kind of like, okay, well, Abby, I don't like how she's treating Nate. Like, it just... I was just kind of happy to see this happening to her, even though I didn't agree with Summer saying what she had to say about Lola and Kyle. But at least we can say that Summer's been hurt by Kyle and that Kyle did not handle the whole wedding thing the right way. And just to hear Abby go back at at Summer the way she did and mention the wedding and say, oh, well, you knew that Kyle didn't love you. Well, no, first of all, like, yeah, I was actually on Summer's side because Summer did not blackmail Kyle the way that Abby was talking about it. And it was just really ignorant and I actually was half I was I was on team Summer there, even though I'm not like if it was between Lola and Summer, I would have been team Lola. But between Abby and Summer, I was like, okay, let's go with Summer here. Summer for the win. And she dumped an ice bucket on her, and it was to me, it was glorious. Um but at the same time we had like so we had this escalating earlier before that it happened like at, kind of as is happening like sort of in between it Theo got up live with the mic and started trying to like talk about Kyle's past the past that he does not want mentioned so then he and Kyle got into it and so as we see Abby and Summer Kyle and Theo are going at it and it just um you know Lola had to get on the mic and stop the whole thing and that's everybody stopped and that was it and it was good but of course not without the drama 
Um, I think the most interesting thing that I took away from this, too, is that we keep hearing about this past with Kyle and Theo. And last week, Theo hinted at something that, you know, nobody knew about. And we got a better idea that it wasn't just us speculating that there was, like, some big, you know, drug bust or something. This week, we heard that there was a 17-year-old, um, you know, young woman who could have died. So now my head is thinking, okay, there are prob- this is my guess. And this will, you know, I'm just going to say this now. My guess is that it had something to do with um, a girl overdosing on drugs and that they were responsible and that maybe they were overage and that that this is why it's such a big deal because um kyle even mentioned they had to pay off the father so my guess is that these you know obviously they were probably in their early 20s at this point maybe and it was a 17 year old who almost overdosed on drugs sounds like her father was a big deal maybe so he could really go to the press with this but even if he wasn't a big deal um you know obviously what they did was illegal and very in a lot of ways but um obviously they could have gotten into huge trouble and this goes beyond the partying this now implicates them in a different way um we have a couple of comments in here first of all kenneth is in the chat hey kenneth kenneth clark says hi everyone sorry i'm late i was at the kyle and lola wedding just kidding. <laughs> that That's funny. I wanted to mention that comment. And then Drew M. at Kenneth. Did you see Theo sneak out of Kyle's room at 3 a.m.? I wonder why his pants were off. Oh, my God. There was a lot of drama at this wedding. <laughs> um, Samuel Levon says, Summer knew that Kyle didn't love her, and now she shows up talking bad about Lola and Kyle when she knew how she felt about it from the beginning. Yeah, I see your point. Um... I just, yeah, obviously I don't think Summer should have been talking trash. I mean, but she was talking privately. It was just Abby happened to overhear it. Um, And we know that Summer's not going to have the best feelings about this. And she did know on some level that Kyle didn't love her. But I think my issue is that the way that Kyle was acting when they were actually getting married, like he really um, gave her more than what somebody who doesn't love someone would give. So that's my issue there. Um, in terms of why I would kind of see Summer's angle. Uh, Amber, Amber's baby, 100. Can't wait for Kyle to get exactly what he deserves. Then Lola disappears. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty bad. Uh, they There's a lot of talk, too, about Theo and... Not about Theo, but Theo saying that Kyle really isn't this guy that he's acting like. So, I don't know. I feel like there's still something inside of Kyle that could betray Lola... Um, or just it could just come out that he's acting um, that he'll you know kind of change the way he's acting as certain things come out. Drew M. I would rather Theo and Kyle be gay and them not be. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so I, what he what Drew's saying basically is that he'd rather it be that um, Kyle that Kyle and Theo were together um, instead of it being that it was like a seventeen year old girl and they were hooking up with her. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess we'll we'll have to see what happens when we actually find out. Something tells me that um, it might be Kyle who slept with this person, and maybe it was a situation where Kyle didn't know her age, and she he thought she was his age because she looked a little bit older, and that she almost you know overdosed. 
or did overdose and they happened to save her before she died. Just, it could be a lot of things at this point. Um, but I do think that when Lola finds out, it will, that might be the kicker because, um, it's a little bit different than just being two guys who are partying. It's a, when you're actually, you know, when you're actually doing things like that, obviously a little, little different. Um, Okay, so before we get to all of our special segments, let me just briefly touch on Billy, um, just because it was kind of uh, like odd what's happening with him. He Billy is full on convinced now that this is um, everything going on with Delia is a like spirit visitation. That he's reading books on it, and he is just very very convinced. I'm not convinced. Um, I mean, we kind of hear. Uh, Delia's voice now, but I'm still not convinced that he's not going crazy. When I, I mean, we see the writing on the wall, but it could just be that he, maybe Billy is is writing this in his sleep. So I am not saying that it's definitely not what he thinks it is, but I just, I'm just feeling like weird about it. Like it, it just doesn't. The way that they're setting this up, it doesn't seem like it's that easy. That it would just be a spirit visitation. It feels like there's something more. And that this can be explained and that Billy is just having some kind of breakdown. That is what I think. So, um, on that note with Billy, let's go ahead and jump into our law moment. Okay, I, yeah, (laughs) it is that funny. Um, So, I had two. Well, the first one has to do with Billy. Billy reading the books on communicating with the dead, but not just because of the subject matter, but the fact that the title, it was literally, um, let me pull this up here. The book was called Communicating with Ghosts. Now, if anybody knows anything about this, yeah, I wouldn't just, usually books, uh, are not titled like that and it just seemed very wonky to me that it would be like the whole book just seemed completely made up and like somebody just created it stand like put a a title on there and then made it look like this like faux book that does not exist so i found that funny um but then my other law moment was the mo dance if you guys remember during the bachelor bachelorette party Nate, Abby, and Devon doing the Mo dance, and it was like the oh no, sorry, not Mo, Mo the lawn to be more specific with you. And they were doing this whole thing where they were jumping around and like they, I guess they were mowing the lawn, but via their dance work. So those were the lol moments, and now we have some news. After Buzz TV news. Okay, and this is what I was mentioning before with Sharon and Nick and not wanting to get too much into my thoughts there because Celebrity Dirty Laundry on August 9th posted an article um, where they were discussing an uh, interview with Joshua Morrow. He plays Nick on The Young and the Restless, in case anybody doesn't know. Um, But he spoke to Celebrity Dirty Laundry and stated that he was talking about the um, state of Sharon and Nick and how basically he believed that they were um, the equivalent of Victor and Nikki on YNR. And that's where he sees Nick going eventually. Um, and to quote the article, Morrow stated that Sharon and Nick will cross paths many more times in spectacular fashion. He definitely sees the two of them ending up back together over and over as long as they're both on the show. Morrow doesn't like to think in terms of soulmate status, but he does feel like the Victor and Nikki and Nick and Sharon paths resemble each other. So 
I found that fascinating. And to me, it is Sharon and Nick that we definitely should see together. So I am really excited and excited for Sharon to be done with Ray and just kind of move on. And hey, Nick is not with Chelsea. They're just friends. So I would love to see them. I would love to see Nick and Sharon getting back together right now. Let's jump to our predictions. Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. I think that, unfortunately, for my desire to see Nick and Sharon together, I think that uh, Sharon's going to end up with Adam. Yeah. (laughs) I think that that's going to be what what we see for a while. And um, I don't see her getting back with Ray. Yeah, this song again. (laughs) Sooner or later, love is going to get you, and hopefully Nick and Sharon will get together. But first, I think that Adam and and Sharon are going to be a thing, and I think that Connor is going to um, be—I just get this feeling like he might be— um, you know, obviously he really wants this relationship with Adam and I see this messing with him more than Christian because he's a little bit older. He's been tossed around too in terms of where he lives and who he's living with and the, the father figures in his life. So I just feel like Connor is going to be the one to really feel, to experience the fallout of this. And, um, this whole thing with Billy, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I think that he is just going crazy and I do not think that it's actually what he thinks it is. And we're watching him kind of spiral. I will be very shocked if it really is what he thinks it is. But otherwise, um, yeah, I think that he's just having a breakdown and that it might cost him his relationship with Victoria, as we can see it already kind of is. Kyle and Lola, this this is my last prediction. I think that they will get married, but I think that um, before they do, it's going to be... the wedding might almost get called off because of this reveal or so there's either that or Theo will somehow like crash this wedding and he will get up there and tell the whole congregation or wherever they're getting married tell everybody in attendance that you know exactly what happened and that's when we'll find out is actually at the wedding um I'm just seeing if we have any comments with predictions um Samuel LeVon, Chelsea and Adam will get back together because of Connor. That's definitely a very valid prediction. I think long term they might get my I, prediction is they'll get back together eventually. Um, Jerry Jack says yes, but he will get hit by a car and have facial reconstruction surgery to explain why the twins look different. Um, oh, I think that was in response to Samuel LeVon's comment. Um but I'm not quite sure. Um, and then one more comment we have. Drew M., um, that would be great and uh, great way to for Kevin as he planned on kidnapping Phyllis and see how that turned out. I think I am missing part of the conversation. So, you know, comment in the chat later or comment in the uh, – leave a comment later if you'd like to explain that. Otherwise, um, that is all we have for this week. So thank you all for tuning in. My name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Rach Goodman or on Instagram on my author account at Rachel Radner Author. Also, we have a Facebook page at Restless Rap. If you like and follow that page, I always put the link to the show every single week. And if you leave comments there, I will very much read them on the following show. So thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Meninos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.